0: Welcome to the second episode of Vlad and Pride Orlando. This is Luis Carlos Pineda here from Air Sports Network. And right here to my right is Mr. David Valentin. This is our second episode. We're very excited to be here again with every one of you, every single city fan and Pride fan in the city of Orlando, the city beautiful. Well, um, today we have a lot of info. There is an important MLS Super Draft uh, being held uh, tomorrow. Orlando is going to be looking to add some pieces to the puzzle for this uh, 2022 MLS season. Um, David, how are you today?
1: Thoughts, prayers my way. For those that don't know, I unfortunately spend uh, Sunday night and all of Monday In the hospital because I'm old, I'm fat, I'm not taking care of myself. But uh, Orlando Health finally did something good for me other than uh, being in front of our jersey. And uh, I'm here, so I'm home. I got this charge right on time to come home and uh, talk about Orlando City in our second episode.
0: Well, we're going to start with, you know, in, in high intensity, just like our midfield um the mls super draft my friend the lion super draft we've had four picks uh since we started here this journey into the major league soccer mm-hmm. um and all four of them have soared and play now in a very high level uh richie Larea mm-hmm. is now a part of a very historic club in england the Nineham Notenha- uh, forest Right. Uh, very historic club in England. And, you know, Daryl Deke is signing with WBA, you know, and then you have um, Chris Mueller, Hibernian. And then, you know, somebody that I don't know if I should speak about, you know, he left kind of muddy waters. Mr. He's Kyle Iron, Yeah. Mr. Kyle Aaron. Um, what's your, over, your overview of, of this upcoming draft? What what do we expect? Uh,
1: Well, I'll tell you what. We have been hitting uh, high on the draft. We actually have more success than most of the teams that in MLS are considered the super clubs, according to uh, Alexi Lalas. But we have seen that spending a ton of money on players not necessarily equals success. Uh, I took the liberty today. We're going to go into that. I went over every single pick. That we've had since 2015. Where are they now? What happened to them? What? Which ones were duds? Which ones were, uh, you know, uh, superstars? But like Louis said, uh, as of right now, we have four former Lions playing in Europe. Uh, and if you want to count players that, are not necessarily out of the Super Draft, but players that were in Orlando that are playing in Europe. Well, our, our, our squad can say has been successful and I can't wait to share what I found going through all these num- n- names because some of them are completely obscure to the fan base.
0: All right. And, uh, let's start with, uh, one of my, you know, this is a player that should have never left Orlando city. In my opinion, um, Richie, Richie Larea, uh, to me, um uh, you know this player. I mean, the potential that he has. He's gonna. He's gonna make big strides in Europe. I know for a fact he's definitely gonna make an impact. I think uh, the Canadian, uh, the Canadian football, um, the national team, Canadian national team um, wins a lot with him playing uh, in the high level in England. Um, she should have never left, you know. And this is, I think, when. Orlando City was in the, in the dark right with Christ mm-hmm. and a front office that you know we didn't know w- what was happening. you know it's complete day and night of, of, of the Orlando City that we know and love now. Uh, that's why I always re- remind fans we need to remember the past to know what's coming up. you know we're actually in a better position.
1: Absolutely. Right
0: now, we we would have loved to have a Richie Larré in Orlando City, right? I think uh, he would have been phenomenal. What are your thoughts?
1: Well, James O'Connor called this man not a Uh MLS caliber player. And this is a a true statement. This is something that uh, our friend Austin David in his podcast, um, Orlando Orlando Soccer Show, uh, revealed. Because he, he actually knew uh, Richie personally. Uh, Richie's partner is from Orlando. Richie's son was born in Orlando. Uh, so his in-laws are here. Uh, he has a ton of friends. Uh, his connection with Central Florida uh, is it's eternal. And uh, that's why James O'Connor told him. A little bit about Richie. Richie was our first pick in the 2016 uh, draft. He was picked number seventh overall. Uh, Richie Larea. Uh, came to us from the University of Akron. Uh, I believe this is in Ohio. Uh, he, at the moment, has 22 caps with the Canadian national team and just recently signed with Nottingham Forest in the English Championship, which is the second division of football in England. And just like Louis said, uh, you know, this is a guy that, that, that unfortunately we gave away simply because this is what happens when you have the wrong people in charge. they make hasty decisions. and uh, as we go over the list between tw- 2015 to 2020, you're gonna see that this was just not particular of James O'Connor also other managers make uh, huge blunders.
0: Right and um, you know he should have he should have uh, never left you know and, and again, we're, we're in a different scenario now and you know wish him nothing but the best um in in nothing in forest i think he will always be in my opinion uh a lion and i think when you talk to richie you know and this is something that i know personally too i know austin is, is good friends with him but you know he he loves this city you know he he was very hurt when he left um he didn't want to leave he, you know and I think the year that he's had after after leaving the city beautiful it's been pure vindication of his career and uh, I think he's definitely in a level that he's going to definitely excel and think about it look at that look at those backs that the Canadian national team has
1: mm-hmm. Alfonso right. Davis
0: a star in Bayern Munich one of the best clubs in the world right and then Rich, Richie Larea, someone that we homegrown here, you know. So just, 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 just imagine that, right? So it's a lot of things to to be proud about the Orlando product. I think if we would have had Oscar and his staff much faster or much sooner, I think Richie would have um, exploded even more. Because mm-hmm. I think the you know the, the the staff that Orlando currently has is 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 that good. That it's able to, you know, maintain a a player like Nani pretty much, revalidating his career. I
1: Absolutely. mean, think about
0: it. I mean, when, when he came to the MLS, I mean, believe it or not, me knowing other leagues and watching other leagues and things like that. You know, when Nani first came to Orlando City, I I, I thought, you know, okay, well, he he kind of his career kind of went down down in Europe a, a little bit, and when he met Oscar and he put that purple on, it was it was on. And he, he he got injured a couple of times, but he also, you know, got himself in, in top shape. And, and that is the, the work, not only the player and, and, and the type of player that um, Nani is, but also the staff around, Absolutely. Uh, you know, the coaching staff. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Same
0: same thing could have happened to Richie. Right. And uh, unfortunately, those are terrible decisions. we in better hands now. So what other um, I'm going to go into the next uh, person and um, people can leave their comments. If, if you do not agree, you can definitely go over and speak. And this is uh, the second person uh, we should be talking about. Somebody that, that that, you know, to me, I saw him full blown. He was a beast, man. You know, whether whether we hate love him or hate him, uh, he, he was a good player. He went to Visictus and you know had a rocky you know a rocky path there. You know the beginning wasn't that great for him, but now he's uh, the number nine striker there. So he he's the striker at at, at uh, oh, so What I'll are be- what are your thoughts uh, on Kyle Aaron currently and, and and in the past?
1: Well, Kyle Aaron was the first uh, the first pick overall in twenty fifteen. Arcelaren uh, uh was the our first pick ever in MLS. He came to us from the University of Connecticut. Uh he has 44 caps with the Canadian team and like we said he's with Besiktas in Turkey right now on loan in the Belgium league. Um I know a lot of people and I include myself at the time. We were just angry about the situation, the DUI and all that. But there's a lot of things that we did not get to see. Kyle Aaron was a very young man. And um, I'm not going to mention the name of the player because he's not here to defend himself. But uh, the guy everywhere you see him, uh, it's just a bad influence on people. I mean, people hang out with this guy. They're just get in trouble. I can tell you a story. Um one time after a game my family and i went to get uh autographs uh, after the game and uh kyle was there with this player and there was two girls that were with them and i remember my wife saying those two girls are trouble they're they're just not good companion they're just gold diggers basically what it is and uh a few days later he gets this dui and guess who's in the passenger seat that same girl so uh, one of the things that was happening also at the time was there was a lot of bartenders that were Orlando City fans that were serving alcohol on their age to most of the players. And also, we're not cutting them off. Uh, there's uh, plenty of cases of players defecating on themselves, urinating on themselves, screaming at people saying, do you know how much I make? Uh, I make more money here in one game than most people in a year. And this situation, the the club sort of swept under the rug and a lot of fans embarrassed that this was going to get out. Kept sweeping this under the rug. Uh, With Kyle, uh, Kyle continues to be the top scorer in our club. And not only that, um, when he was basically, in my opinion, hitting his stride, we fired a man, his mentor. We fired uh, Adrian Heath. And then after that, when he thinks okay i'm, I'm gonna get my paid my payday because i've been putting out the numbers we go and we bring Dom dwyer for 1.5 million dollars a year while the guy was making less than two hundred thousand dollars that will anger a lot of people the way he didn't okay was was dirty i remember um alex Aitava, our or past ceo finding out on twitter that that this was going on that he was leaving the club i thought that was uh, super embarrassing uh to show the league that Our front office has no control and doesn't know what's happening under their own roof. And you know uh, he left, he had to do what he had to do. At the time I was angry and I just sent nasty tweets to him like everybody else. But with time, I have seen that there's no blameless parties here. Maybe he could have done it a different way. But at the same time, he was being disrespected. We know how Dom Dwyer ended up uh, in Orlando and the news about Dom Dwyer this week being bought out of his contract after being traded to Dallas. So uh, at the end, time has given uh, Kyle Aaron the, you know, the, has given, has proven him right.
0: Right. Um, you know, uh, to me, he, I mean, know, uh, the whole personal situation, it's, it's the players situation. I really don't, don't, have, don't, don't have a, a, any comments about that. To be honest with you. Um, What i care about is is how he plays and i think uh his game was was good for orlando it was great i remember going to games and the only thing we were looking forward is a pass and and the score from laren you know it was the same feeling in a way of what people have now with daryl DK in a way i think daryl is a superior nine in my opinion Mm -hmm. i think daryl is uh out of i mean he's going to give the united states um a lot of um happy moments I'm sure in the future. Um, And uh, let's, let's read some comments from the people. Uh, There's a a couple of comments here. This is here. Joshua tall. Do you think we'll trade up and try to get your tune? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. We'll talk about that in a little bit. It says in Spanish, Robert Malco Oficial is an outlet from uh, that I uh, work on in Peru as well. It says hi, hi Pineda and uh, you know, um, Success good, leadership. yeah, good success in 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 this project. The leave your like and subscribe, definitely. And uh, he puts in English. His place in the world for your tune, and his family is in Orlando. Yeah, I uh, agree. Uh Then Jim D. I want to say hello to Jim D. He says those were the dark, dark days, my friend. Uh, Cancerbero eighty eight says saludos Pineda. He says hi Pineda. How are you doing, sir? Joshua Talia, true, and Jesus, uh, Jesus, Jesus, me imagino, no? right? Jesus, or Jesus, Gamundi. Richie Larea was horrible in Orlando City. He couldn't make a single pass or shoot at the goal. You all are talking with Monday's newspapers. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, David? Well,
1: the, there was a side of Richie that we never got to see uh, during uh, right. the OCB era. Uh, he was probably our best, one of our best players in that team. Also once OCB went away uh, in that hiatus uh year which was 2018 um we had what was called the sunday league sunday mornings all the players that were reserves will play a game against uh different teams mostly usl sides academies and things like that and uh that's where ritchie uh cut his cut the rug and uh got much better um, I, I agree when, when he was let go, I was like, okay, well, you know, he wasn't that great, but as time has gone by, we see that it's mostly because of the coaching. They, they, they did not right. use him properly. Uh, they didn't, uh, exploit his, uh, strengths. And, uh, again, the person that, t- that told this man, Hey, you are just uh, a USL player. It's no longer with the club. It's no longer in MLS. Richie Larea went on to win uh Eastern Conference Championship, an appearance in MLS Cup, uh, has been with the Canadian uh, team, uh, doing wonders. Canada used to be uh, a team that everybody wiped their feet with them, even the little islands. That's right. Canada.
0: That Not more to remember,
1: uh, Canada losing to Bermuda 12 uh, 0 mm-hmm. and 12 0. So that's uh, something to to really think about. It. Yeah, you know, I mean, Jesus is right in the fact that, you know, he wasn't a world beater here, but we never gave him the opportunity.
0: Right. We never gave him a chance. And then, to be honest with you, you know, and, and I don't know if a lot of people will agree with me or not. I, maybe I'm, I'm getting myself in trouble here. But um, Jason Kreis is a horrible coach, man. I, I honestly Absolutely. don't care what people say. Um, I mean, you can go and find me fine on Twitter, uh, Jason Christ is a terrible coach. I mean, I, I go and look to 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 a different different leagues, and there's so much better coaching. Uh, you know, I think me and you we could be better coaches than Jason Christ. And then, and, and then when it comes to to, you know, I'm talking about um, you know the guy from Minnesota, Inchi, right? Adrian, um, yeah. I, I don't even want to mention him, be, because and the reason why it's honestly. Look, USL is a different level than MLS. And and you know, and and he failed. I mean, and in Minnesota, you know, you see a, a different side of him and things like that, but in in Orlando City, he failed and I, I honestly didn't see what what he left for the next person to take over and you know, set the seeds. I know right now, if a new coach comes to Orlando City, are Seeds planted. Mm-hmm. There's a youth academy. Oscar Pereira has his team. There's a core. I, I know that. I never see that with that with with that um, with that coach. And, oh, yeah. and and you know, you know. I, again, we were poaching recycled players from from other teams and. Mm-hmm. He just couldn't put one and one and one together, and Orlando was just disastrous. It was
1: Absolutely. just disastrous,
0: and honestly, yes, great respect, Stoke City, great, but you know, and, and that's perfectly fine with me. USL, he he did great things in USL with Orlando City, but I mean, we're talking about MLS, and you know, I I don't blame why some players kind of in a way didn't even want to play for Orlando while he was the coach or even after he left. So I'm just saying, guys, you know, uh, let's keep reading some uh, some comments here. This is here. Jim D I always talked down Laren saying he was just a poacher. He was lucky to be in the right spot. I was wrong. It takes a lot of skill to be in the right spot and poach like that. What do you think about that, uh, Dave?
1: Well, I mean, look at what happened in 20, um, 2018 when this man was not around. It was our darkest hour, our lowest amount of goals scored, uh, our highest amount of, score, of goals conceded. It was just a complete disaster. You know, people were like, hi, Laren, you, you, you're lazy. You, you're just. I mean, he, he, that's what he is. He's just, you know, he's a. He has a style of play. Uh, he's definitely not. Um, he's not Daryl D. K. He's not an imposing guy he was a very skillful player that always found himself in front of goal. And if you guys remember, Cal Aaron wasn't supposed to be what he turned out to be. He was just a player that we drafted because we had to draft first. We went, took this guy. Our strikers were going to be um, uh, Carlos Rivas.
0: Oh, Ay, yeah, yeah. uh, Carlos. Patterson,
1: Patterson. Uh um, The Honduran guy, his name's. Oh, uh, name.
0: oh, Darwin Seren.
1: No, 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 no. no? Uh, Darwin was from El Salvador. This guy was from. Oh, Honduras. Yeah, yeah. Now plays for Nacional in the first division of Portugal. Um, If his name comes up, I'll, I'll, I'll remember it. So probably somebody screamed that name in the in the comments. Well, that that guy. The reason why we went with Kyle Aaron at Portland, out of all teams, Portland at the time, Portland at the time. Was on fire, on fire, on fire, on fire, and um, so and I believe they ended up winning the championship that year, so there, there you go. And oh, uh, no
0: cherino, no, cherino. no that, that's,
1: that's that's for another no, year, 2016. But uh, so well, the reason why we ended up <laughs> going with Kyle Aaron was because that play, that Honduran player that I'm talking about uh went on a, a U20 tournament in New Zealand, lost his passport, and it took him two months to get back to Orlando, Pato uh, Patterson uh which uh, he was also nicknamed pato oddly enough uh he he just got hurt and we just didn't have anybody and uh, uh, carlos rivas was out of shape you know why mm. we, uh, this is a rumor i don't know if it's true carlos this is when carlos rivas got his first baby mama pregnant and there was a, a, a commotion a fight because he ended up kicking her out with the baby to put uh, baby mama number two in the apartment I'm telling you, this is a uh, couple of
0: men. That's, that's something that, you know. Right.
1: It's 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 rumor. It's uh, he, was you know, yeah, it he was a
0: horrible player. So yeah, he was a horrible player. He was a terrible player.
1: So what happened is we have a Kyle Aaron in front of goal across from Kevin Molino, and the legend of this man is born. And after that, it's like he had a brace that day. So these are the type of things. You know, we 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 brought this guy as a throwaway player and, you know, and, and just turned out to be a, a jewel, And, uh, you know, we just did not treat him right. And, um, oh, Roches. Thank you, Jesus. Roches. Oh, Brian, Roches. Roches. Oh, Brian. Brian
0: Roches. Brian Roches. Brian oh, Roches. Yes, my God. yes.
1: Who has done oh, very well in uh, Portugal. But, I mean, Nacional, for all of you guys, it's in the island of Madeira, which is close to the African bro. coast. It's basically, like saying Alaska, in Alaska, uh, uh, in the United States in relation to Portugal and uh, he's been doing okay there, but it's not, you know, it's not right. one of the biggest clubs in Europe either.
0: This is Jesus Gamundi says, uh, agree on the problem with Richie he was the coaching staff. Yeah, you're right. Brett Carl says, Lataria would fit better now in our current system. That's right. I completely agree. I think uh, Oscar Pareja would love to have a player like this in his in his squad. Mm-hmm. Joe Pa. Orlando fans want a player to be a star immediately, no matter their age. Larry needed time, like many players do. Patience is needed with young players. I believe in that. But I also believe that some players are, you know, it's all about the mind, right? So, Mm Adderral Dike, I mean, and and again, this is going to sound so preposterous, but Adderral Dike comes five in, in 20 years, man. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, he was born with the right mindset. (coughs) He's a tank, right? He knows how to play. In the 1v1, he's a killer. His last goal was great. It was a 1v1. He created himself. Mm -hmm. (coughs) He's not afraid of facing whoever is in front of him. But we also have a lot of players with a lot of skill that are not right up here. And I can name them. One of them is Jefferson Soteldo, for example. <clears throat> a guy is a has ha, he creates plays with his feet like nothing. The problem is here. Another one, uh, you know, Christian Cueva, from from Peru national team. Once once upon a time, a tar from Orlando City. Again, great player, not here. Uh, he 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 needs to play in a system that. <clears throat> he won't have any, any indiscipline. You know, he's he's a mm-hmm. he had a lot of indisciplines, you know, and, uh, partying and stuff. So, I mean, I think players. I mean, that says a lot. And I mean, and look, and look what the United States is building. I mean, I mean Orlando, uh, uh, Orlando City is building a great academy, no, no doubt. But what the United States is building is phenomenal. I mean, a player like Ricardo Pepe leaving leaving the league for 20 million who would have thought, right?
1: Exactly. And that's, that's a product, uh, chiseled by the hand of Oscar Pareja. And, um, I, you know, since you have there on the screen, Chris Mueller, Chris Mueller was selected number six overall first uh, round in 2018, a forward out of the university of Wisconsin. By the time he hanged the boots here in Orlando, had 112 appearances with Orlando and had two appearances with the U.S. national team in friendlies. Uh, right now he's with Hibernian. Uh, Chris is a player that came with some deficiencies. Uh, unfortunately, he came at the tail end of the Jason Christ era and uh, then went with James O'Connor. But his best seasons, his best appearances, his best goals, his best everything, Happen on their Oscar Pareja. And I know that a lot of guys uh, have their differences when it comes to Chris, that he didn't have, he didn't have a great season last year. We can all agree in that. But Chris is the type of guy that you need in a locker room, a positive guy. Yeah. You know, a guy that works hard. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the guy just got married last year. Uh, he wasn't a guy that was into trouble, into gossip. This dude was always working out, uh, loving the play. You know, lo- lo- loving to play here, uh, loving the fans. He always remember you, no matter how many times he he had not seen you. Uh, I mean, it was it, it, Chris is the type of guy that sometimes in players. Yes, talent and uh, football quality is important, but the integrity of the individual says a lot because this is what keeps the unity of the uh, locker room when things are not going right. And I think that uh, Chris has left a big footprint in our club. Certainly with me, I read his book, Bet on Yourself. Oh, yeah. I think think his philosophy is fantastic. And uh, if you haven't read it, I invite you to do so. But like I said, you know, um, individuals like this are critical. If you look at a corporation, you, you know, You have to have guys that are executives, but you also have to have guys that are the cleaning crew. Everybody's important, everybody's critical. Um, Years ago, uh, Will Johnson used the analogy of the piano carriers and the piano tuners and the piano players. Everybody either has their job, obviously the highlight is the piano player, but the piano has to get there somehow and the piano has to sound right, and that's usually what happens. You know, um, we have players that contribute in little pieces, not the guy that scores the goal, not the guys, that, not the guys, the flashy guys, but we need those type of uh, uh, role players. And I believe Chris Mueller uh, was that type of player.
0: Chris Mueller, give me Chris Mueller, twenty twenty, Chris Mueller. That's a Chris Mueller I want. I want to see a, a Hibernian. I, I'm sure. Um... Uh, and I, and I, and I hope that um, he has a bet uh, is a better Chris Mueller than the 2020 season. That Chris Mueller was phenomenal. I mean, it was a player that you said had everything to, to succeed in a club. I think uh, this last year, it was just a matter of, you know, injuries and then, you know, competing also with other, other players that just joined the team and, you know, and then, you know, the whole people talking about him leaving to Hibernian and then kind of, you know, sometimes that takes its toll, right? Um, I don't, I don't really blame him. I think he gave a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, he, he gave a lot of city fans of, a lot of to cheer for and, and and a lot of smiles in people's faces. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I wish him nothing but the best to, to Chris Mueller that to me, he's definitely going to get far. And yeah, I mean, his book is phenomenal. I, I think, um, you know he definitely is gonna succeed in Hibernian, a small club, yes. You know, in in Scotland, and you know, but you know he's playing in a in a in a in a football that its nearest neighbor is the Premier League, and he can definitely be uh, if he does a phenomenal season and and scores similar numbers to his 2020 season. I, I can see him in in you know right before the next world cup swoop team in, in the Premier League playing for like Watford or for Southampton or you know um, definitely you know for sure he i think he's a player that can definitely um, make an impact uh when he's provided with the tools in the mid right and I think uh, orlando he 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 bonded so well with that mid i mean and, and that's one thing that i praise, uh orlando staff and 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 the players too they all speak different languages and they all are like are like understand each other and how they play you know just you know perfectly and like i said that 2020 version of of, of muller i will never forget it i will never forget it uh let's uh continue reading some comments here it says uh victor rivera it says since larry left we didn't have a great striker until Dika came on board that's right
1: absolutely Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And uh I agree. This is Victor Rivera, bring back Adrian Winter. Oh, he, he
1: retired last year, unfortunately. Oh my god. He's 30, 36 years old, guys.
0: Jim D says here, Asquez. Um, yeah, Asquez was um, you know, I mean <sighs> Acause went down w- went downhill. I don't know if you guys know the story, but so Orlando went in renew him for one more season, and he chose Alianza Lima. He, go, he chose to go back to Peru. And uh, when he got there, uh, again, you know, a, a difference between the United States and South America is that – and and one thing that in a way works for players like Carlos Asquez is this, is that when he goes to Starbucks in the United States, uh, he's just another Joe Schmo, right? Mm-hmm. But when he goes to Starbucks in Peru – Oh, my God, Asquiz, I signed my shirt, Asquiz. And girls get around him, um, you know. Then you have people, hey, you know, come over to my house. Or, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. So he surrounded himself with, you know, unfortunately, bad friends. Just like any young kid, right? And he just essentially got signed with Alianza Lima with a lot of big big money. Alianza Lima put more money than Orlando City uh, for his renewal, right? He put more. They put more money on the table for him. He left, picked Alianza Lima, and then you know a, a lot of Orlando City fans were upset and things like that. And I totally understand. He's, he he had a lot of potential, and then his career went downhill because Alianza Lima is the biggest club in Peru, and they have the most, the biggest fan base. It, it, they are they are the number one team over there, and uh, the, the, with the most history and the most respect from from the region, and. Um, he was part of the team that almost sent them to the second division to, to the, to the, to the championship. You know, he, he, he almost goes down with the club and he had a terrible season. He got injured several times. He got caught drinking and doing all this stuff. And he's just, his career turned down and he, he was literally, he now plays in a little small club that no one cares about over there. And his career was heavily impacted. And he still remembers Orlando with a heavy heart, right? Because what would have happened if he would have taken that renewal? What would have happened is he would have had that 2020 season with this squad. And imagine a Carlos Asquez with that 2020 squad.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: I think Orlando City would have been probably closer than ever to the Holy Grail. I think um, – and he would have probably be in the national team right now training with Galece and Yotun and Flores. He would have been right there. And, you know, one bad decision just turned around for him. It's so sad to to hear about that, but it, it is the truth. And right now, um, you know, he's just playing uh, poorly. I mean, he's, he's a shadow of what he used to be. So, you know. Uh, Jesus Gamundi, Dom Dwyer, is another one that is not right in the head. Uh, that's for you, Dave. I, I believe that's right.
1: Yeah, well, again, Dom is hanging out with that player that I mentioned with Kyle. Uh, Dom made a stupid mistake personally. He's getting out of words like everybody knows that will affect you. He has two, two young children. Uh, I know that that gets into his head. Uh, anybody that has had the mystery of – and the public humiliation of going through a divorce, as I have, uh, knows that you know uh, it just interferes with your career, interferes with everything. The difference uh, uh, between Dom, Dry- Dom Dwyer and I is when I had a bad day at work, maybe two or three people knew about it. In his case, millions know about it. Um, I, some people have been telling me, hey, I, I, I think that the game has surpassed Dom Dwyer. Perhaps that's the case, Has um, he has the talent. Maybe he didn't score any goals with Toronto, but Toronto was an awful squad on their awful management. So uh, I wish him the best. I hope he gets back. He finds a team. He does something uh, for his sake because he's about to give up uh, half of his money and uh, (laughs) he's going to have two mouths to uh, throw child support at.
0: And you say that while I'm wearing a pride hat. Thanks. Yeah, well, you
1: know, that's uh, unfortunately, you know, I always say there's always a, a person inside that jersey that lives a life that is not 90 minutes constricted to those 90 minutes. So, you know, I mean, but again, he he made a decision and now he has to accept the consequences.
0: Now, you know, let me tell you something. But uh, with, when it comes to Dom Dwyer he was never going to provide what he gave in the USL for Orlando. And I think that Orlando was very foolish. And I'm so sorry to say this, to pay that much for a player like Dom Dwyer at that point. I was
1: there. I know.
0: You know, and, uh, and, and that, that was a whole different era and a whole different administration. And, you know, again, you know, you learn as a, as a, as a club by your mistakes, just like a person, right? You learn by your mistakes, and and I think um, he was one of those. I, I mean, he's definitely a good a good. You know, no one no no one doubts his commitment and, and his love for the sport, and you know. But unfortunately, he he was not. He was never gonna deliver. I mean, USL, um, USL football is different than US than MLS. So I mean, so it's I love- just it's just a different yeah. level. And, um you know, listen,
1: to... if anybody wants to know what, uh, why Don Dwyer had the hype that he had, I invite you to go on YouTube and watch the 2013 USL Championship. You can watch the whole game in its entirety. We broke the record of assist uh, of uh, of attendance to a minor league uh, soccer game in the United States with 21,000 souls that night. And Don Dwyer came uh, on a one game loan because long tan our uh, striker who was a fantastic player by the way he uh last I heard he was back in China uh in the super league there and, uh got a red card we didn't have a striker and we knew that MLS was gonna be watching this game and Dodari came and scored four goals in a game that ended seven to four okay seven to four all right so think about it if you remove the four goals that he had probably we would have lost that game and who knows what would have happened but Don Dwyer is the only player in uh, in our history uh, of a sport that won the USL and the MLS the same year, and not only that, he was the MVP of the game. Uh, so mm-hmm. we owe our presence to MLS, to Don Dwyer, and, and I have always said I'm eternally grateful. I'm not going to bow mouth the guy. He's just going through whatever it yeah, is I'm going through, right. but you know, we owe him a, a, a debt of gratitude. Anybody would have been, hey, oh, Orlando. Well, you know what, Orlando, I'm back with Kansas City and scoring goals. Why why will I go back? But uh, he loved the city. He loved the fans. And he felt uh, uh, a debt of gratitude to Adrian and to the Rollins. And and he came back, and and he gifted us that championship.
0: That's right. And, um, you know, wish him him the best as well uh, to Dom Dwyer. Uh, Evaristo says, hi, Mr. Pineda and David, uh, when will you put subtitles in Spanish? My English is basic. Uh, he's another <laughs> avid fan from Ladra el Fútbol, uh, Evaristo. That's a good, that's a good point. I will work on that. I don't know how to do it yet on YouTube, but I'm sure I'll find out. I'll read the manual for you. Thank you, my friend. Uh, Victor Rivera says, Chris was passionate, a passionate player and played with his heart until last year. Uh, Avaos it says, uh, it's really unfortunate uh, the way his tenure ended, but I still think Mueller is one of the most important players in our club's history. I do agree. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Jesus Gamundi says, uh, I think the problem with Mueller is his agent. <laughs> um, Victor Rivera, Chris is a passionate player and played with his heart on every game. When he played back, you saw it. Last year, wasn't his year. That's right. Ah, uh, Thomas Dupree. I want to say hello to Thomas Dupree. He says, "I remember thinking he was trying too hard; didn't look comfortable." I'm a t- I'm a, he lost he's lost focus this past season, and mm-hmm. he wishes him the best
1: because he had hibernian um, looking. So of course, yeah,
0: that's right. Leandro Fonseca says Orlando should have, have re- should have renewed his contract after the 2020 season to a three-year deal and pay the, pay the increase. That was for Asquith. I agree oh, wholeheartedly.
1: Okay. Yeah, absolutely. yeah I, absolutely. I agree. I agree. More bad that. decisions of the Nicky Budalek
0: era. That's right, because you you imagine that mid ask was urso, just all I'm saying, you know. And and I think that was one bad decision, and he always regrets it. I mean, I know for a fact he talks to people around and it spreads the word, and he, he regrets making that. You know, he 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 wish he would have taken less money and stayed here. His career would have been different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says here or Jesus uh, Miguel it says. Orlando City should look into Peruvian soccer players uh, due to the good feats of Yotun uh, and Galese uh, the previous years. In the previous years, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's a good market to tap into. There's a lot of talent there, but and I think uh, it, it plays good in in a, in a club that has a structure of a youth structure, right? Like Orlando City.
1: Absolutely.
0: Uh, like if 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 you have a Peruvian player going to Inter Miami. You know, um, it's not gonna, I, I don't really recommend that you have to have some sort of youth, um, infrastructure. And I think Orlando has it. Uh, yo, pa, ha Alex Morgan was hanging out with the same bad influence, wasn't she? I think that's for you, Dave.
1: Uh, yeah, she was out. I mean, it, 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 what an embarrassing moment that, the uh, players of this club got banned from Epcot, um. For being drunk and disorderly. Uh, you know, again, this is what this was back in a, in a time where it was the Wild Wild West in our front office. And uh, we had players getting arrested. We had all sorts of situations outside of the pitch. I'll leave it there.
0: And while we're switching gears here, um, you're tuned to the MLS. Will he be back in purple? That is the. The latest from Yotun. And then after this, we'll talk about a little bit of Facundo Torres. We have some Absolutely. information.
1: Absolutely. Um, um, the, the thing that we know about uh, Yoshimar Yotun is a formal offer from Orlando City was presented to the players' representatives. Uh, obviously, Yoshimar is going to do what's best for himself and his family, his wife and his two kids. Um, there's a lot at stake here because. They have friends in Central Florida. They were very attached to the Peruvian community here. Uh, His son, uh, Valentino, was born in Orlando while he was playing the World Cup. Uh, His daughter really liked it here. And uh, from what I hear, obviously, Luis is the the Peruvian resident expert. But, you know, the the Yotuns really, really liked it here. The only reason why, because I spoke with Yoshimar that last game, and they were super excited. They were very happy as a family here. His mother-in-law lived with them. Um, they he basically left uh, because uh, or, um, Cruz Azul gave an offer of four million dollars. Uh, Orlando matched it, and uh, he left because he didn't want to play for James O'Connor. He felt that a player of his pedigree, a World Cup player, was above James O'Connor. Time has has proven him right, and. Um, They went to Mexico, the, you know, the Mexican fan base and Lee are not as kind as it was here. Just like you said, Luis, uh, they here, they have that anonymity. If uh, I'm getting myself ahead, but when you look at video of Facundo Torres, Facundo Torres cannot leave his house without people taking pictures of his car. He had a fender bender a couple of days. People were saying, oh, he was driving drunk. He was dri- He was taking drugs, all sorts of things. This guy's life in Uruguay is under a microscope. And here, he's going to have the freedom of going to the to Walmart at uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and nobody's going to know who he is.
0: No, it's, it, it, right. The quality of life in the United States, I think it's, um, it's, it's the best quality of life that you can have in the world. You know, I I honestly will say that strongly. Um, and you know, you have also your your green card, you right? And there you you're able to bring your family over if that's something that you want to do. His and, son is an
1: American citizen. Sorry.
0: Correct. Um, his you know his daughter is an American citizen, and and you know just you know personally, I think your twin is a fantastic player. I think again, you know. Um, I would have, if, if I would have been in his shoes, I would have not wanted to play for James O'Connor either. I thought that was a huge mistake. And again, um, you learn from it, right? And he started really good in Cruz Azul, and he had a Peruvian coach, uh, Juan Reynoso, there, and uh, you know, m- motivated him to to keep going, and you know, and he he, you know, they won the cup, right? They won the, the after twenty years of not winning anything. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they, they, they finally won the big one, and he was part of that of that team. But coming as a sub, so that tells you that um, he was coming as a sub for the majority of the season. Um, in the MLS here, he was uh, respected. He was one of the players that had the best, um, you know, completed passes in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was uh, pretty much a cornerstone of one of the best players that Orlando City had at that time. In the league, uh, in the league, in my opinion, uh, he came from a great, um, great um, season with Malmo, with uh, in Sweden, and uh, you know I think Orlando City came perfectly into his life, taking that good momentum to the to the World Cup with Peru, right? After 30 years, I'm not going to the World Cup. Peru finally qualifies, and he's part of that historic squad. So, you know. I see it like this, you know, he, he, and, and again, you know, you can, you can, you can tell me otherwise, Dave, but he's going to be part of the allocation list. Right? All right. And he could be Orlando's 18th and Orlando's going to try to trade up uh, to enter Miami spot, which is the number one. Mm-hmm. And then he, Orlando can either pick Yotun or, or pick whoever they want or, you know, at, at that point. But the whole matter of fact is that, and again, and I accentuated this in Peruvian media today because it's not talked about, um, is that Yotun is definitely coming to the MLS. I think uh, there was some rumors him having some offers in Mexico. There was some rumors having some uh, um, offers in by Racing Club in Argentina. Uh, and the Argentinian money, it's devalued, right? They're paying pesos there. Right. And uh, some interest from Brazil, but not concrete offers. So I think uh, him and his family want to want to be back in the league. I mean, uh, Dave, what's the impact you think your team will, ma- will make? And, and do you believe, and this is what I believe, and I'm going to leave it to you. I'm going to pass the ball to you. If you, if let's say we make an effort for your tune, let's say we, we trade up to third and it falls on our lap again, we get your tune. Don't you think that's a little bit better now that your tune is in the team to kind of negotiate with Galese? Because it kind of ties up because they are really good friends in the national team, their wives know each other, they, they mm-hmm. go shopping together. Their kids know each other. So don't you think that's a little bit more of a pool for us to, to kind of say, hey, Galese, they're going to pay you a million bucks there. But here you have what we can offer you as a club, the freedom. Your friend is here. Come on, man. We're going to pay you $800,000. you are going to be the best best paid um, goalkeeper in the MLS. Bye-bye, Brad Guzan. you know. Uh, you're gonna be the best paid player, you know. So, is that what's cooking, Dave? And what do you think?
1: Well, in my opinion, uh, Yotun has the privilege and the experience that uh, Pedro doesn't have, which is to have experienced MLS, left MLS, seeing the grass is not really greener on the other side and wanting to return. Uh, Pedro, for by all accounts, his family loves it here. He loves it here, but he wants to secure a future for his family. I cannot blame him. Uh, a uh, uh, player's career is short, you're always an injury away from everything coming to crash down. Uh, before we recorded, I, I I told you about my experiences in that part of the world and how difficult it would be for his wife and uh, daughter to live in that type of environment. And, um, in all honesty, uh, he who wouldn't want to have two Peruvian nationals, internationals in this team. Uh, I think Yoshi Mario under Oscar Pareja is gonna be is gonna be a smooth operator. Uh, under James O'Connor, he had moments of brilliance, but were moments of brilliance that he had to pull himself out from his chest because we didn't have the proper uh, the proper coaching uh i saw a comment uh somewhere where the uh, the person was saying that uh james o'connor and don dwyer were uh hype, uh signings to get the, the usl all timers interested in the team and i agree a thousand percent uh yoshi mario is a world cup player uh one of the best midfielders in the world and he will, if he wants to come back to around that's one of the biggest differences when you look at Facundo Torres, we're finally experiencing a young guy with a lot of ceilings saying, I want to be a Lion, beautiful, great. But see a guy that has nothing to prove to nobody, that is at the pinnacle of his career saying, I want to return to Orlando. Out of all the clubs, he has played for some fantastic clubs. Out of all those clubs, he wants to come back to Orlando. That speaks volumes. That says a lot about you, Lewis, about me, about all the guys in the chat, all the guys that are going to be watching this, this uh, show later on. Because it's the fans, the fans, the fans that wins players over. And, um, you know, that's at the end of the day, it's us, the city, the, the, the all the attractions, everything that makes it extra special for somebody to come play. These guys can go kick the ball anywhere in the world. The clock is 90 seconds. The grass is green anywhere in the world. The fact is, is that in that 120 yards by 75 yards, there's there's a world, but outside of it, what's the quality of life for my children? What's the quality of life for myself? What can I do when I'm off? And those things in Orlando are selling points for players with families. We may, we may not be as attractive as Miami or New York for single guys, but for guys with families, this is the place to come.
0: Right, and people were asking in the chat, um, where would um, Yotun play if he's drafted, right? So... Uh Yotun can play the left back. I think everybody knows he can play that position. Um uh, he he hasn't played it in a while though, but I, I am he can also he can also uh he, his his habitual position in Cruz Azul and in um, Peru is this one right here. He is a midfielder, he's an offensive midfielder. Um I will say uh, you you just think about this. You have, uh, you know, he could play either. He could play either here or he could play uh, here, either right or left. And I would, if I'm Orlando City, I'll go like this. I'll go Mendes. He plays a six in Ecuador. I'll go Urso here. And then I will go your know, tune right here. You imagine that midfield right there. Now you have now Araujo right. Now if you wanna, you know, you, you have a lot of depth now in that in that, in that mid right. I will mm-hmm. put him personally as a mid. Now you can put him as a left back too. Um, you know, um, I think there'll be. He's gonna have to adapt um, to playing the mid in Peru because in Peru he plays the mid. He doesn't play the back. Uh, here in Peru, there's a guy by the name of Marcos Lopez from San Jose Earthquakes that he's playing superbly on that side. So um, I would see him either here or I would see him in the left right there, offensive midfielder. I don't see him as a six. I don't see him as a defensive midfielder because yeah. that's not that's not his position. I'll he doesn't. Right, and I also, you know, some games, we could see Urso here and Mendes here. I mean, that's the polyfunctionality of each player, Mm
1: -hmm. you know,
0: of these two right here. Now, if you want to have Araujo, Araujo can go here also. And then you can also have Araujo um, right here. So, you know, and there's videos that you can see that I'm not going to put in because it's copyrighted uh, of Araujo actually cutting... You know, he leaves his spot. The other player here goes into his, his, his position. He cuts and runs the wing, <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. attempts the pass. So that's the type of player and that's a type of death at Orlando is actually. A lot of
1: people forget that Yotun's uh, crossing ability is deadly. It's, he's very good at what he does. Uh, unfortunately, uh, defensively, he didn't have a good uh, goalkeeper to complement him. I mean, we always think of um, uh, Joe Bendik as this uh, showstopper. But, I mean, he he was just a guy forced to do Herculean efforts because our defensive back uh, was trash. Um, But uh, I'll tell you what. I mean, that I will put – some people were asking for Pereira. You know, Pereira's a 10, uh, a natural 10. So you you put him right in the middle. Uh, You – you know, you got Pato, who can who plays the false nine, as we discussed last time. I mean, our midfield is plug and play, and that's the beauty. Right. we can figure out our midfield, depending on the uh, rival that we have. And that so this is why, guys, this is why it's so critical that tomorrow we pick the right pieces and also in uh, all the other opportunities that we may have to uh, pick players to come up with a bench that comes and supports the efforts of the that's starters right. Because, like we discussed uh, on last Saturday, uh, in the past we had an abysmal difference between the starters and the bench, and we can't have that anymore.
0: Um, plus, plus you want to have fresh legs, right? So I'm gonna go ahead and go back to it, so people could see. Um, so y- y- you have to have fresh legs. So if when you have depth, you know there's gonna be times that Pereira is gonna have to be benched, depending on the rival. So if you have a a, a rival like NYCFC. Right now, you know, are the MLS champs, let's say, right? You know, their attack is superb. Obviously, if they keep Tati Castellanos, they already got rid of Medina. So, I mean, they, they have a couple of losses here. We don't know what kind of moves they're going to be making. You know, uh, what other team, uh, like Seattle Sounders, for example, let's say, right? So there are times that you're not going to play with a 10, you know. Believe it or not, um, there's depends on Oscar, you know, you know. My, my personal preference is a 442 always that's mm-hmm. just the way i love to play it's it's yeah. it's it's a 442 i um, like them that, you know like yeah. like like this right and i mean i i like to play that way myself um like that and then you know here at top we will have i mean question mark because question mark um here i was you know we could have mauricio if he wants to play right behind the right it would be a a four four one one at that point uh or if it's another striker uh, i mean facundo torres could play that but i see him more as the wing
1: there was a question uh luis about who's the best player or playmaker uh i believe it was jesus that asked the question uh between pereira and yotun uh, see if you can find it, because unfortunately. Well,
0: I see. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, if you're talking about numbers, you you're tuned for sure. Right, I mean, right. I, right.
1: I I see them as two different players. Right. Uh, Pereira's more of uh attacking. Football, right. Yeah, say gambetero, you know the guy that.
0: Right. He, a, a lot of fakes. A lot of a lot. A, he, he 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 has a lot of uh one v one prowess. You know, he he right. he's gonna he's gonna break your ankles. He's gonna. He's gonna try to, you know, um, you know, do a little nutmeg here and there, you know.
1: That's your Wilfredo Rivera, which you know, obviously, uh, these are guys that are still yet to be seen on the pitch. He plays that style, and uh, we see a lot of uh, Facundo Torres in that style as well. I believe it's my personal opinion that Mauricio is this year is going to be playing a role of mentor for a lot of these Mm -hmm. midfielders that we are having these young guys. And you know it's it's gonna be great because we already we have to plan into the future. Uh, you know it's great to win a championship this year, uh, but uh, also we have to plan ahead when most of these guys move on. Because I mean, like again, players don't last forever, as we have seen with uh, Daryl D. K. Uh, leaving this year and Nani and and all that. So it's it's important to remember that we always have to be planning ahead. Uh, even if at the time it doesn't make a lot of sense.
0: So this this could be another option. I mean, if you want to give Mendez a couple of days to recoup. Again, you know, th- that's a good thing about depth and I think that's one of the things that we had a lot of injuries this season uh, last season. We, you know, we had, you know, the sub of the sub of the sub plane at some point. We 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 have Mikey Holiday on the wing, you know, he did a great job in a couple of games, but you know, it, it is a, an an experienced player. He's not in the level of 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 what we have. You need to have in a, in in a in a defense right now for the MLS, in my opinion, he's not ready yet. Um, you know, but but you have you have a uh, you know this type of depth, and and you can just plug and play, right? I mean, Yotun can play the left back. You imagine this right here, like Yotun Torres on the left. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like that uh person just, just put the comment right here, you know, uh he would be he would be I mean it would be great, right, to see him play. And also it tells, you know, Ricardo Gareca and, and and his staff here at the at the Peruvian national team, look, you have an option here also in case Marcos Lopez goes down, Yotun can actually play that, you know, that position too now, and you know, he's used to it because he's plays in plays it in Orlando. Now the only thing is now there's going to have you know if he plays the, the the left you know left back position you know where is Kyle Smith going to go you know cuz he can play right and left you know um is he going to have a a spot right mm-hmm. so those are the things you have to take into consideration but the good thing guys is that we're getting a lot of depth and i i personally believe that we should definitely um try to get closer to to acquiring your tune, in my opinion, but you know, of course, I would love for him to be in the team.
1: Absolutely,
0: uh, you know, with Galese for, for sure. But you know, uh, let's see how it goes. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I guess uh, we're gonna um, just switch switch to um, the super draft. What are some of the potential targets that we're we're getting? Um, um, uh, well, are,
1: to be honest with you, there was a, a, a bunch of players that we were um that we were um linked to unfortunately i look it looks like i probably left that note at the hospital uh so i can tell you this um we are picking 18th in the first and second and third round and uh, every draft a mock draft has us picking strikers, striker strikers i believe we're gonna go with three strikers um that doesn't mean that any of these guys are gonna be our uh dk substitute what this means is i believe and we talk, i talked to louis about this that we're probably gonna go with an experience number nine and we are going to pick guys that are going to be under studies uh guys that can come in for 10 minutes 20 minutes guys that can fill in for open cups and things like that um we obviously, uh, and uh, before the, the the show's over, I'm gonna go over the list of all the players that we have picked in our history, and where they are right now. It's gonna take two minutes to say all these names, but um, you're gonna see that in some of our um, uh, of our picks, we we just knocked it out of the park, out of the state, and in others we failed. So I trust that this year. By the way, this year is the first time that we had a dedicated. Uh, scout for NCAA. We had a guy that his job was to trace the you know track these guys, watch tons of video, and pick. In the past, we rely ourselves on the showcase, which we don't have anymore, and uh, and on 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 the agents to provide the information for the players. This time, we actually did our homework, and I expect Ricardo Moreira once again to deliver uh, a great uh, a great. um uh, showcase of players because we only hit, get three three uh, picks this year, and I believe that they're gonna be uh, very good.
0: Uh, do you have any idea of some of the targets, any names? Or, no, unfortunately, or I wrote like I, I said, I
1: wrote them down. I, I lost. Right. I
0: know there's this left back of of Clemson um, that I think um, the guys from Lions Blog. If you guys haven't followed Lions Blog, check them out. Um, they're they're good guys. Uh, also, Orlando. Orlando Lions, then too. I want to say hello to them as well. Um, okay, I'm you gonna know move
1: to the prospects here, uh, if right? Allow me.
0: No, that's fine. Uh, in the meantime, I know there was a question about Facu time. Oh, there absolutely! Right there, right. There was a question about Facundo Torres. Right, he's right there, live in in, in a breathing presence, right yes. there. Tomorrow, uh,
1: it's where we are expecting the uh, official announcement, as you can see there, uh, Jorge Nirenberg. Uh, which is a reporter, very well respected in Uruguay. Tomorrow, Orlando City. Uh, I can see what the word is. Yeah, so let
0: me let me take it out. There okay. you
1: go. Uh, send the uh, tomorrow, Orlando City, which is today. Uh, send the uh, offer, uh, the official offer for Facundo Torres. Uh, if, if if he has the same conditions that we uh, agreed verbally, uh, the the, the sale is gonna go through.
0: It's sealed and delivered.
1: Right. Absolutely, the player. It's very calm, and I would like to share uh, from my contact in the um, in the uh, Facundo Torres camp. By the way, there's there's somebody out uh, claiming that they are talking to this person. It's not true. <laughs> if you got, my friend, if you're gonna copy my tweets, pervade them, uh, please give me credit. I mean, I don't mind sharing the information, like I said before. Uh, I, I don't care, but don't don't say that you're talking to this person. Please don't. That's dishonest. Okay, so the person says, he basically said, if you saw the picture, he sends me this uh, little gif of a, a kid dancing, because he's all excited, this person. Uh, he says, hello. Yesterday, there was a uh, meeting between the uh, board of directors of uh, Peñarol, uh, uh, urgent meeting, he says. Uh, and unanimously, they voted in favor of the sale the only thing that is lacking is for Orlando City to send all the documentation, all the papers, uh for them to sign. Once he sign once the, the signing uh goes through, we obviously have the process of getting the immigration paperwork done for the player. Facundo Torres, as you guys know, is suffering from COVID. He has to uh have yeah. two negative tests before he can actually be admitted into the United States. Uh he has to be fully vaccinated, which I'm uh, I believe he is, but uh all that has to happen, and obviously he has to get all his affairs in order. Like we said last time, Facundo Torres is uprooting his life. There's a lot of pieces that need to fall through, but uh, this person told me that that tomorrow, Tuesday, uh, they expect to announce Uruguay is two hours ahead, so maybe by the time we wake up, the the, the news is going to be official
0: yeah so let's hope for the mark thor photo i want to say hello to mark thor he's a great photographer as well as area sports network we're also live in their channel check them out area sports network on youtube click the notification bell uh, for area sports they talk about you know everything mls area sports on twitter area sports on facebook and then don't forget if you love the content we're gonna get better. We're going to get guests. We're probably going to get players. I'm going to say hello to Orlando City Communications as well. Uh, we're going to try to, you know, um, have also the fans, right? We're going to send uh, the link so you can, can join live with us. It'll be great to talk to every single one of you uh, to uh for you guys to kind of express uh, your sentiment and your voice and use this show as um a window that you guys can actually express yourself that'll be completely fine with us i think that's the core of this podcast and a lot of proud orlando and on youtube subscribe hit the notification bell for all notifications uh por favor uh facebook um as well live right now on on the loud and proud facebook and on twitter at lpo underscore podcast um you know, and you can follow me on my Instagram and Twitter. I'm under at Pineda underscore O-R-L. You can follow Dave as well as uh, at Florida Men underscore 76. And then uh, Tiro de Esquina, right, Dave?
1: Absolutely. Tiro de Esquina uh, on Twitter. Uh, it's um, at Tiro guion oh Tiro underscore city. <laughs> I'm so used to saying it in Spanish. Tiro underscore city. And uh, on Instagram, we are at. Tito Podcast. So uh, Thursday, I already have, uh, we're already going to be recording, Kenneth and I. Obviously, we're going to be talking about all the things that you already know, and uh, the Super Draft and all this other stuff. We expect a lot of downloads from uh, Uruguay. So we definitely want to try to do our best to showcase our club for the first time to uh, all these new fans. Uh, Luis, if you allow me real quick, I just want to go mm-hmm. over this list. 2015 on the first round, Kyle Aaron from the University of Connecticut. Second round um, uh, with the pick number 22, Connor Donovan uh, from North Carolina State. Right now he's in Sacramento in the USL Championship. Third round with the pick number 43, uh, Earl Edwards Jr., a goalkeeper. Right now he is with New England Revolution 2 in the USL League 1. He came from UCLA in the fourth round with the 63rd 63, 63 pick sidney rivera from the university of old dominion right now he's playing for morris elites uh, soccer club in usl league two and he also had oh, 10 man. caps with the puerto rican national team uh, 2016 first pick uh with first round i'm sorry uh seventh pick overall richard area from the university of akron like we said uh 13th Hachi. Uh, Barry, uh, forward from the University of Central Florida. Right now, uh, he is with Colorado Switchbacks of the USL Championship. He was the golden boot of USL Championship last year. Second round, we had no picks. Third round with the uh, uh, pick number 48, Antonio Matarazzo. A midfielder from Columbia University. Right now, he has no club. We've, I'm assuming that he, his career is probably over. Uh, fourth uh, round with uh, the 68th pick. Uh, Tobina Uzo, a forward uh, from Coastal University of Coastal Carolina University, and right now he is with FC Tucson USL League One. Uh, in 2017, we had no picks in the first, second, or third round, and in the 64th pick in the fourth round, we had Danny Deakin. With uh, from the University of yes. South Carolina, right now he is brace yourselves, uh, at Rossington, Maine. This is a team in the 10th division of English football, the Northern Counties East League. Uh, 2018 first round, uh, with uh, the sixth pick, Chris Mueller, forward from Wisconsin, uh, followed on the uh, uh, 2019 third pick. Uh, Santiago Patino from the FIU. Uh, right now, he's with San Antonio in the USL uh, yeah. Championship. Uh, second round of that same year uh, with the 27th pick, Kamal Miller, who we lost sadly to the mm. expansion. He's playing with Montreal. Has 18 caps with the University of Canada. Uh, I'm sorry, with the national team of, of Canada. He came from Syracuse University. Uh, that same year, uh, 38th pick, Tommy Madden. Uh, midfielder from Charlotte has no team at the moment. Uh, 59th pick, Scott Devos, defender from Denver has no team at the moment. And with the 96th pick on the fourth round, we pass. We didn't pick anybody in 2020. First pick with uh, our first pick, it was the number five overall, Daryl dicke from the University of Virginia, who was what a State pick. West Brom. I always still tell people, Miami had the chance twice to pick this man. And they didn't. Uh, then in the second round, we had uh, with the 31st pick, Joey Dizard, midfielder from Wake Forest, who remains with the team. Uh, 39th pick, uh, Jonathan uh, Dean uh, from UCF. And right now he is with Birmingham Legion in the USL Championship. Pick 44, Austin Avicia, uh, who is from Providence University, goalkeeper. Right now he's with the uh, Richmond Kickers in USL League 1. And i'm finishing i promise uh and in the third count at the third round they
0: looking like don garber yeah
1: in the uh, uh the <laughs> 2020 third round 57th pick nico callahan if uh, uh and right now he's with the south georgia tormenta usl league one and that my friends have been all the men who have been called had their name called on uh the super draft by mr john uh don garber himself and given the precious uh orlando city scarf
0: yeah so guys uh i want to thank you to gamma knife i want to thank thomas dupree i want to take D. yeah miami burned their entire roster to the ground that's right everybody has left but let me tell you something there they are making space for 2023 guys don't sleep on that because they wanna their target is Lionel andres messi and Luis suarez with his wives and his kids they're all coming they're coming to south beach so apparently that's what's cooking it's in messi's clause um psg's contract that on 2023 he has a if he has an offer from the mls he can just go and play in the MLS. Uh, so just keep that in mind. That's what they're. That's what they're thinking. You know, I don't know if that model is gonna work though for that long, because Messi's production has gone down a lot. It's not the same Messi. Age hits you, and I know that you could be the best in the world, but you know, sometimes it's a right now for me. For, uh, soccer is a collective sport. You know, and uh, you see it on teams right now. RB Leipzig. Uh, FC Osberg in, in 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 Germany playing great, a great level against top teams there. So uh, thank you to Gamma Knife, Thomas Dupree, Jim D, Victor Rivera. You have uh, Joshua Tall, uh, Leandro Fonseca. Uh, oh, I'm not forgetting something. Jesus Gamundi, of course. Uh, everyone that's been on the chat, just uh, leaving their comments. We're going to um, Pavaos también. Yeah, Pavaos also. Thank you so much. Um, we're going to be sending, um, you know, we're going to be active in social media. At us is right here. Again, Again, YouTube, click the notification bell, Facebook, and also Twitter at LPR Podcast. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you next Monday at 8.30 p.m., every Monday, 8.30. And also, if there's any news that are, like, last minute, we're going to see if we can try to do another live stream for sure. Um, I know the Facundo Torres uh, deal is coming up, so... You know, vamos Orlando, right, uh, David?
1: Vamos Orlando, always. Let's go.
0: Thank you.